In the Latina motherhood system, the seven deadly sins are considered especially heinous. In Southern California, the dedicated podcasters who confess these scandalous stories are members of an elite squad known as the Mamacita Podcast. These are their stories. That sounded so oh, good. Oh my god. I believe you. Okay. <clears throat> So, es que no sé cómo para esta cosa. It just keeps going. Okay, now it's me. Okay. Here's a list of the seven deadly sins. Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. Guilty, Today. guilty, 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 guilty. Today, on a special episode of Mamacita Confessions. We are confessing things that we have done and don't want our kids to do. Oh my God, this episode. So this may not be lust exactly, but it was driven by lust. So okay. I coerced a guy to cheat on his then girlfriend with me because I was feeling lusty. That is not cool. Lusty? Is that what we're calling it? I was feeling lustful. Lusty? Girl, you were horny. Okay, so this guy, I had been dating him first. <laughs> so we already had our, a lustful relationship. In fact, I think that's the only thing we had in our relationship in common was mm -hmm. our lust for each other. So we had a great chemistry. Okay. Was this guy going to be like the love of my life, my boyfriend? No, he wasn't. No. And so just... whatever. It was what it was for a moment, and it was fine. And then he moved on and started dating somebody else. But I didn't like that. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. So I was drunk at a party, as we all are at some point in our lives. And I coerced him to cheat on his girlfriend with me. Hmm. So that was my sin of lust. Would I ever want my daughter to do that? No. She's better oh than that. God. I was better than that. You know what that was? That was petty. That was me being like, bitch, you can't move on this quickly. <laughs> you should love me. Let's see how much you really like your new girlfriend. I guess not that much because here you are with me. See how petty that was? That oh was the whole God. thought process in my mind. And I was like, yes, he still you wants me. I think we, we've we all done that. I in know. In some way at some point where we just want to win. That's the ego. Yes. It's the oh, ego. It's totally the ego. I was we, annoyed because in it, my mind, I was like, she's not as cute as me. Yeah. No. Like, Why how have are you, you moved on? That's totally an ego thing. Yeah, I've definitely been there too. Yeah, it's totally lust-driven and ego-driven. And I did this not and once. I did like, this multiple times with this person. Girl, who is this person? Why don't I know? Because this is from a long time ago. This is before I met you? Yeah. And so, you know, I did this at various times in various places. So it was like at a party when we were both drunk, at the club when we were you, both drunk, he... at a... <laughs> Cheating on the same girl? Yes. It was the same girl? Same girl. Poor girl. I know. And you know what? Do you know who the girl is? They have two kids now. <gasps> wait, 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 wait for it. Wait for it. I wasn't ready. I was... They have two kids now. <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Uh -huh. Wendy, I did not expect this I from you. That's okay. That's just keep it coming, girl. <laughs> what about you? Um, I have also been involved in some cheating situations, multiple cheating situations where, yeah, I, oh my God, it's so bad. I hate to say it, but I knew that the guy had a girlfriend and, you know, you just didn't, didn't think care. about it. I didn't care. Because it was lust driven. We've it, all been there, guys. Like sometimes you just we gotta always, do your thing. Yeah. We yeah. talk about men being driven by their penis. I'm oh, sorry, but women are on. also are, driven by their sexual needs. 
We're like really talking this episode, huh? We're like talking, no, talking. I, I no. thought it was called Confessions. Mamacita okay. Special Confessions. <laughs> Mamacita rated our Don't Listen With Your Kids. We need to say that like in the beginning of this podcast. Our podcast is explicit. They're not supposed to listen with their children. I know, I know. But like, really, you guys. Okay. So, all right. Well, yes. I, oh my God. How much do I want to confess? I don't know. You don't have to confess everything. I mean, I'm not saying names or timeline so people can go back and look and like, at themselves and be like that was oh. me <laughs> like wait what what year was this okay so there is a person who has cheated on several girlfriends with me and <laughs> i know it's so bad ah, so why do sorry. i do this twice in a <laughs> Because it's that bad. I know it's terrible, but why is it that as human beings, we get some kind of satisfaction, like knowing like, haha, we can do that. Like we can win like Well, you that. just said it at the beginning when I was confessing mine. Yeah. It's lust driven and, and it's, it's ego, ego driven. It's like, Haha. It's you saying, like, this I is mine, claiming. More important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're dating this one or this one or whoever. It doesn't matter yep. which one it is. You're still going to come back to yep. me. You claimed it. Oh, I claimed that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why. Oh, my God. I know. This episode is going to get me in so much trouble. Okay. So gluttony is the second deadly sin, right? <laughs> well, that was me the whole week. <laughs> Gluttony is an excessive and ongoing eating of food or drink. Tell us about it, Alex. Hold on. Let me have a sip of my drink. So gluttony, Mm -hmm. drinking or eating too much. So I never had like, you know, anything crazy going on with food. Yeah, once in a while you like overeat. But for me, that's never been a huge like problem. Mm Mm-hmm. The drinking, I've definitely have drank way too much at some point. Yeah. Um, to the point of throwing up and passing out. And I would hate for my children to have that experience because how dangerous is that? It's very dangerous and it's, yeah, it's a horrible it's feeling. Dangerous and it's dangerous. It's- on so many levels. Okay, first of all... Drinking and driving. Okay. I could have killed somebody many times. Yes. Thank God I didn't. I have a memory of this. I think it was my 25th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was my 25th birthday. I always think back to that day. I drove pretty far, <laughs> pretty far that night, and I had been drinking a lot. And it was one of those moments, you know, like when you think about it after and you're like, how? did I even get home? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, and you know a when miracle. Yeah. And That's how it happened. You know when you're like really, really focusing when you're driving? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. How stupid. It's how so stupid. stupid. But these are things that we do Everybody when we're young. does it. Because you think you're fine. Yep. There have been a couple of times where it was like, I knew I was not fine, and I still drove home, and it was so dumb. Because I really didn't have to. It's mm-hmm. not like somebody was waiting for me at home or yeah. I had a curfew or anything crazy where it was like an emergency to get home. Yeah. I just drove home. And it's That's so, so irresponsible. Irresponsible and selfish. Yes. Because I didn't think about anybody else. I've had passengers in my car as a drunk driver. Like how oh shitty God. is that? Yeah, that's definitely something that we need to make sure that our kids don't do. But you know what? At some point, they're going to do it. Like, how do you stop them from doing this? I have no idea. You know, I and don't how know, do you but stop we need them? To think about that. You can talk to them. I mean, I will talk to my kids and tell them yeah. about my experiences and all that stuff. And like, but- let them know that there are other options. Like, it's fine. Like, leave your car wherever. Yeah. Like, I'll come pick you up, or if you don't want your mom picking you up, like, I'll, you know, send an Uber or whatever. Well, now there are more options. Yeah, I was going to say, back then, we didn't have, like, Uber and Lyft or whatever. So it was like... uh, Nobody rode a taxi in L.A. No. So it's Um, like, you'd have to call a service, wait forever. Like, it just didn't happen. You know, you just 
crashed at your friends or you drove or home. Or you drove home. How, yeah, that's very scary. So that's yeah. definitely something that our kids need to not mm-hmm. do. Okay, so there's the driving part, but then there's also the situations that you get yourself into. Okay, I was in Spain out and having, you know, the best time of my life and people were buying me shots and I'm like, well, okay. And so I'm, you know, drinking and partying, whatever. The people that I had met up with there, everyone, you know, started taking off, going home, whatever. And then I realized I don't know how to get home because it's like my second day in a country that I don't, (laughs) I've never been in. I I didn't know how, I I don't even remember right now. I mean, this has been like over 10 years. Um, But I remember being like, oh crap, how am I supposed to get home? Like I literally did not know. And then this guy that I met that night was like, oh, I'll walk you home. How dangerous, hold on, please. Yes, ready? Absolutely. This is what I was thinking the whole walk home. I was like, you're freaking gonna be a like special fi- victim. Fight unit. or flight mode the whole time. I was yeah. walking home like, oh shit, oh shit, is there anyone around? Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, wh- if he tried something, like, what was I gonna do, really? Yeah. I remember feeling so stupid and I, oh my mm-hmm. God. This is definitely one of those things that when my daughter gets older I'm gonna share this with her so that she understands like shit like this happens yeah it does and you don't realize it and you put yourself in these dangerous situations like I didn't know how to get home so my only way you know was to say okay because this guy knew his way around the city like I'm in this place where like I literally did not know which way was home thank god this guy was a gentleman and That could have gone really badly. Yes, it could have gone horribly. We're walking in the middle of the night or like who knows what time in Spain. I don't know anything here, okay? It's dark. Like Mm -hmm. we're taking all these little streets. You know how Spain is. Anything could have happened. Like if he tried anything, I don't know what I would have done. And this was like 10 years ago. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't like, I put myself... In the most horrible, dangerous situation ever. Alone. In a country that I I had never been. I didn't know anyone. It was bad. That's really bad. It was really, really bad. Really, really bad. Thank God the guy was actually super cool. And I ran into him like a couple days later. And he's like, oh, hey, whatever. And it It was was all fine. fine. It was fine. It was fine. But oh my God. Yeah, that could have been really bad. It could have been really bad. I've had a similar situation where I was in Vegas with my friend and this is like the stupid stuff you do when you're in your early 20s, okay? We were like, let's go to do New Year's Eve in Las Vegas. Woohoo! Wait, we have nowhere to stay. Oh, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so what happens is we go to Vegas and do New Year's Eve in Vegas, have a great time. We have nowhere to stay. And a friend of mine called me and I was like, okay, we'll go stay with you. Little did I know that he was in a room with like 10 other guys. Oh my God. So it's me and my friend. And of course- Only two of you? Two of us, yes. Nothing happened. I mean, we were very lucky in the same way that you were in that, you know, we all slept on the bed and- and arms and legs yeah. like all intermingled and whatever and we woke up and it was all fine yeah you know but it could have gone really wrong very quickly you know I feel like I've always had a pretty good judgment of character mm-hmm. and that has saved me in a lot of situations but that's not it's an excuse guaranteed. no yeah. it's not a good excuse There's a lot of dumb things that I've done, and it's because of gluttony with drinking. Yeah. Okay, so the third deadly sin is called greed. Greed is an excessive pursuit of material goods. I can't think of one that's specifically greedy like that for me, but I did steal something once, and I got caught. Oh, my God. I have shoplifted. Yes. That's what I was going to talk about. I have a whole story. Go. You go first. Okay, so mine's really dumb because... Again, this episode is 
stupid shit that we've done <laughs> that we don't want our kids to do. So children, don't shoplift. It's so dumb. I will buy you what you need. Okay, so it's not like I needed any of this. No, it was okay. for fun. Yeah. I know. It's I not like thing. I couldn't buy this or my parents were like, no, you cannot have this. It was, okay, I got caught shoplifting and it wasn't even something for me. It was something that I was going to give to my friend for her birthday party that night. And so my friend and I, we went to, it used to be Thrifties. Mm-hmm. Now it's like Rite Aid. Okay. Okay. And we thought, let's jack some makeup because that's what it was used to. <laughs> the language we used to use. We're going to jack it. I'm going to jack some stuff. We're like, let's jack some makeup and we'll put it in a gift bag and we'll bring her this cool makeup gift for her birthday. Yeah. And so, of course, we're like thinking we're super cool, right? This is like ninth grade. And so we steal this makeup. Turns out I stole age-defying makeup to give to a teenager. (laughs) Good job, Wendy. (laughs) So I like put this thing in my bag or whatever. Then my friend put something else in her bag. And I'm seeing this like literally middle-aged man with a mustache like peeping over at us. Okay, but you know what I thought? I thought, ew, he's just checking us out. Gross. I have such a similar story. Okay, go, go, go. Keep going. Turns out he was the security guy and he had been eyeing us because he knew what of we were course. up to, right? Like he saw us a mile away. Yeah. And of course, we didn't think we could get caught. So I'm sure it's not like I was doing a very good job you at shoplifting. You weren't even trying to be like discreet. Yeah. And then the guy took us to the back room, right? And I'm like freaking out because I'm a good girl. As we all know from the previous episode. And so my friend's freaking out and they call our parents and my dad shows up and her mom comes. My parents were like just disappointed, you know. They were like, what? This is so dumb, Mm -hmm. you know. And it was. And that's the thing. Like, why did I do that? I don't know. It was like the cool thing to do. Exactly. And I thought – fun. I'm going to get away with it. And maybe a little bit greedy. Mm -hmm. Like I'll get away with it and I've gotten all this cool stuff, you know? Yeah. So stupid. Kids, don't do this. It's not worth it. It is stupid. And yeah, greedy. Okay. So my story, I was in eighth grade. It was middle school for sure. We went on a field trip to Islands of Adventure. I think that's what it was called in Orlando. Mm -hmm. So this was like a big Field trip. We were like hours away from Miami. Yeah. Okay. You know, we're all on this big bus and whatever. We get there. We're having a great time. Um, So, you know, when you have like a class trip like that, you know, the instructions are like, okay, at whatever time. Right. You have a meeting point. Yeah. Everyone meet up at the bus and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm with like a group of my friends. We had a great day. We're having like the best time ever. Right at the end of the day, as we're walking out of the park, right, Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, let's go into the gift shop. Of course. Of course. I mean, we can't leave the park without going to the gift shop. I don't know whose idea it was to go shopping, right? Uh Quote, unquote. And of course, Alex, being, you know, cool, badass Alex, I had to be the one. You were wearing your big dickies. You had your grill on. cool you guys I was the coolest okay so I think the first thing I did was like I grabbed like a necklace and I put it on oh my god you okay. went like yeah grabbed it all put, in yeah put it on I don't think anybody noticed whatever mm-hmm. then I grabbed like a like some other thing this is like you know at a theme park so they have like all sorts of yeah like Se- everything and they have right? like security cameras yes, everywhere security cameras everywhere I did not think of this right because mm-hmm. whatever we're in eighth grade and we're being stupid and so i put this thing in my hair fine everything's fine whatever then we just we felt like it was so easy because like we did this and we're like oh okay you know at theme parks there's like you all got these little, greedy yeah we got greedy there's like all these little stores right like kind of like connected whatever so we like went into like the next one and whatever and we're like oh shit like nobody's noticing like this is this is amazing like we already have a bunch of like merchandise on uh, on us and Uh nobody knows right so we're like oh my god this is amazing so we got greedy 
And what happened was I was with, I think, two other friends at the time. They started handing shit over to me because mm-hmm. Alex is just really good at this, right? And I'm like playing it off. Like, I got this. I'm being so cool. I don't know how, but like, I remember like towards the end of that little shopping spree, I was just not even trying to be discreet. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> like I, I remember grabbing a t-shirt and just tearing off the tag. I, like, no shame, girl. No shame. And like sticking it in a bag, right? This so is now, mine. Yeah. So, and then here's the thing. I was the one holding the bags because oh. by this point, we had bags full of shit. Oh my God. Bags. Yeah. Okay. Because my friends were taking stuff off the shelves and sticking them in the bags that Alex was holding. As we're walking out, I feel someone grab me and like take the bags out of my arm. And I thought I was getting mugged. <laughs> <laughs> I got so scared. You're like, someone's stealing the shit <laughs> I just stole. <laughs> Security. I mean, wait. Exactly. Help. That is exactly what went through my mind in that moment. I was like, Security. <laughs> my mind at that I mean everything happened so fast you know what I mean but at that split like second it did not cross my mind that I was the one that was doing something wrong Mm -hmm. and they were stopping me you know what I mean I thought they were stealing my shit and I got all defensive and shit and so they take us okay here comes security they grab our shit they take everything out they walk us to like the whatever loss prevention office right like Mm -hmm. somewhere por allá lejos Remember, this was the time that everyone had to meet up <laughs> to go back to Miami. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you get stuck at the theme park? <laughs> so, oh, my God. And here's the thing. This field trip, it was with our dance troupe. Oh. Okay. Was this a dance competition? No, no, no. It wasn't a dance competition. But it was... The dance teacher who we loved so much, and you betrayed her trust. I did. I remember you greedy, feeling greedy so bad thief. because, well, first of all, I was a good girl. Uh huh. I was a good girl, and I was like one of like the dancers, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we got like such special treatment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we were never in class, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like somehow we got away with shit. You know, at school we were like in every show, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad because. Now we're stuck in this office. Can you imagine the teacher? Oh my gosh. The, she's having a heart attack. She's having a heart attack. She lost three of her students uh-huh. in Orlando. We're not even in, in, in our city, okay? Uh-huh. And so imagine. Finally, you know, we explained to the guy. We're like, by this point, we're crying, right? Like, desesperada. I was like, Bali, we're like, please. Or, you know, the... The whole class is going to leave and we're stuck here and we don't live here. Blah, blah, blah. So they call, they end up calling our teacher. She comes. She was so embarrassed. Oh my God, I bet. She was so embarrassed and disappointed and surprised. Oh yeah. Especially like from like me, like someone like me, like I was really a good girl. I mean, I dressed like in Dickies and haha, whatever. I dressed like I was a bad girl, but I was really a good girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she was like, What? Like, what are you guys doing? What is going on? Mm-hmm. Here's the situation. We stole so much that it was like, you know, I don't know, like after a certain amount of value, whatever. Yeah. It's like a felony or some shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I don't know if it's that, but it was like, it was a big deal. Uh-huh. It was a big deal. Yes. And they weren't going to let us go. And I was oh, like no. crying and I begged the guy and I was like you know total mm-hmm. telenovela moment of like course. broke down you're like I'm a pro I got this I got guys this. and I'm like no you don't understand <laughs> Te tiraste al suelo. <laughs> I made such a drama that the guy was like okay fine just give me back all my merchandise blah 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 whatever right so finally you know walk of shame out of that office the three of us with our teacher Sit on this bus for five hours with everyone else on the bus knowing yeah. what happened because everyone now was late. 
Like, Shame. everyone's parents had to, like, you know, be <laughs> called uh-huh. and told them, like, the kids aren't coming home at this time because we're running, like, a couple hours behind. So, you know, the whole ride home, we were like, oh, my God, this just happened. We get back to Miami, and all of our parents, of course, are waiting there as we walk out of the bus, and they're all looking at us like, really? What did your mom say? You know, she wasn't, like, that crazy upset. I mean, she was upset, but, like, she knew I was a good girl. She knew it was stupid, you know? It, It was not something that, like, I did on a regular basis. You know, it was just a stupid mistake, and she was like, oh, my God, like... How could you do that? Like, how did, why? You know why? Why did you do that? That was so stupid. When I got home, okay, after all this, I get home. I go to, like, take a shower or whatever. I still had on the necklace. And the thing that I put in my hair. (laughs) Because I told you they had not noticed those. Yeah. Because it was in the first store. Uh We got caught at the second store when we started getting extra greedy Uh, and started like getting t-shirts and taking off the tags. Like all the big stuff. All the big stuff. I went home with that necklace. With the prize. Yeah, I still have it. Isn't that funny? It's horrible. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's It's not horrible. It's hilarious. Okay, the next one on the list is sloth. Sloth is an excessive laziness or the failure to act and utilize one's talents. Oh my God, I feel so attacked. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't call you a sloth. But I am. (laughs) I kind of am. I mean, we all go through phases where we're like, (laughs) I don't want to do anything. (laughs) After the gluttony. (laughs) We've, hey, like, we've done all the sins. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, sloth? Yeah, of course. And I'm a Pisces. We like to sleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't think you're being slothful. Sloth- I have been. Like, slothy. Slothy. <laughs> Slothful. Sloth-adjacent. Sloth-like. Sloth-like. Um, I feel like every episode I try to figure out what I'm saying and, like, Makeup words. <laughs> I think this sloth is an excessive laziness, right? So the failure to act or utilize one's talents. This is excessive is in the definition. So like something where it's like, it's literally like doing absolutely nothing. Like being totally lazy. You're not that person. Okay. If you say so. So for me in sloth, I think I've played down some of my talents, mm-hmm. right? Like the second part of the definition I've definitely played dumb to be cool or liked in the past because, you know, smart kids are being overly smart or smarter than the boys, especially if you're a girl. No, not even like that. But you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it just, it wasn't cool. Yeah. To be the smart girl, right? It's more cool to be kind of dumb and airheaded and Mm -hmm. everybody likes that girl, you know? (laughs) She's fun. She's likable. She's pretty. She's not going to challenge you. I've been that girl. Hmm. I'm totally not proud of that. And in fact, like, I I always got good grades. But I never, like, you know, talked about it. I adopted kind of like a persona, I think, especially in high school, just to be liked or to be cool. Mm -hmm. And it definitely was not the person that I really was inside. But so I played down my talents. I played myself down just... To fit in. And I had a lot to say. I just didn't say it. I would write it. You Mm -hmm. know, I'd be myself in my journal and then play this cool girl or like whatever it was girl of that day in person with other people. I definitely feel like I have been guilty of not living up to like my full potential because I'm lazy. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So sloth sucks. I think I, I think I kind of do that all the time a little bit. Well, girl, maybe not excessively, but I definitely don't push myself to, you know, to do the most that I can. Yeah, I'm pretty lazy. I think a lot of that comes from other things. You know what I mean? Like out of like fear of failure and all, you know, there's like a lot of shit. Yeah, there's a lot. It's not just like lazy for the sake of being lazy. Mm -hmm. It's like lazy. Like I don't do shit because I'm like afraid or something. Yeah. And see, I I would hate for my kids to be paralyzed 
um, by fear or to be, you know, not show people their full potential mm-hmm. because they were afraid that they were not going to be liked. Yeah. And that sucks, especially for my daughter. Like if she's turns out, if she turns out to be, you know, super duper smart, mm-hmm. I want her to tell everybody I'm super duper smart and not feel like, oh, they're not going to like me. Like how shitty is that? You know? Yeah. Okay. Wrath. Wrath is a strong anger and hate toward another person. Oof. Guilty. I have had my moments. Definitely. Yeah. There have (laughs) definitely been moments in my life where I have allowed anger to like take over and yeah. Make decisions for you that you would normally not make. Of course. Things that are just totally like out of character for me, you know, Mm -hmm. not who I am. But at the moment, you know, you let the crazy out. You do. You guys, (laughs) I'm a nice person, I swear. I know I've been wrathful towards my mom. (laughs) And, you know, that sucks because it's your mother. But I remember feeling super frustrated at one point, just very angry at her Mm -hmm. uh, during college. Um, you know, we shared a car. I had, she worked nights. I had to pick her up sometimes, which meant that I had to miss out on a lot of college things, including mm-hmm. some of my classes, which were at night. And like, it was the only time this class was going to be offered all year. And I had to take it, you know, yeah. to graduate or whatever. And it was uh, really frustrating for me, you know, to like be responsible and still try to be a college kid and have that college experience. Yeah. And so I remember like one time I picked her up and I was so mad because like I missed class. I missed going out to the cool thing that everybody was going to afterward. I yeah. picked her up and she was like, why are you late? And I just like exploded. Yeah. <laughs> it was so horrible. I mean, we all know now like we could have had a much better relationship especially earlier on and maybe that wouldn't have happened you mm-hmm. know and i would have been more understanding but we didn't and so yeah i took all my frustration out on her that now i don't even know what i said but that was definitely an experience of true wrath for me like i remember shaking and just being angry and like wanting to be physical you know i didn't obviously but mm-hmm. that feeling was so horrible and at the same time at the end i think it Afterwards, it was like, release. Yeah. You know, and then I just let it go and I never talked about it again. Yeah. I've, I've definitely had my moments. Um, I don't really want to get into it yeah. <laughs> right now. But yeah, I've had some I've had some crazy moments where I've been like so angry. I mean, obviously, I haven't done anything, but mm-hmm. the amount of anger and like, you know what I mean? Like you said, like you just want to like. Get physical, get violent, like let all the freaking crazy out because it's just like boiling up in there. You know what I mean? I don't think I I would get to that point now, you know, now that I'm older and I'm, I don't don't let things bother me that much anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, like I've just, I've changed so much, you know? It's called growing up. Yeah. I just don't You deal with um, that kind of stimulus in a different manner. You yeah. know, you like digest it in a different way. I, I wouldn't allow myself to get to that point anymore, but I've had my moments and, and it's been really bad. And then I feel bad about it after because I know that that's not me. Yeah. You know, that's not who I want to be. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, yeah, for sure. Wrath. It's scary. Yeah. But it also- is scary because, you know what? Because then you, you understand why people... Do crazy shit. Well, that's what I was going to say. Wrath, um, when you're experiencing wrath, you don't have control Yeah. per se. You Or maybe you have control, but you are very easily you're able. Like, you're like right there. You're very yeah. easily able to lose control. Yes, I know. You know, because you end up just, I guess you said it earlier, like a fight or flight. Yeah. kind of feeling mm-hmm. it's you that know. fight or flight and I mean at the end of the day we're animals and we're just like yeah. ah, defending ourselves if it weren't for like all the consequences you know what I mean mm-hmm. think about it like that like what would we do you know and that shit is scary yeah 
because when you allow people to affect you so much and if there were no consequences like what the hell would you do because in your mind you're just defending yourself you know what i mean even if that's not the reality or whatever Mm -hmm. but um yeah i definitely i'm like okay i i don't let shit bug me anymore i'm like okay that's good all right whatever (laughs) so the sixth one is envy envy is the intense desire to have an item that someone else possesses i can never say this word possesses no seriously so we all know english is my second language possesses (laughs) there are a couple things i cannot say that everybody makes fun of me possesses that's one of them it's very hard the other one are words that end in ision really like decision oh my god it's really hard i have to like focus to say these words i don't know why that's so funny it like Never comes out. Wait, right. how old were you when you started speaking English? Seven. Seven, okay. I mean, I knew some English before then. Yeah. Because everybody learns English in school, but like... Yeah. I wasn't speaking English. That's so funny. Completely. So, yes. Possesses. Nope. Still nope. not there. Nope. It's okay. <laughs> Decision. Oh, that was better. Eh, mouse on my nose. All right. We get it. Uh-huh. Envy. Okay, don't so don't envy. envy my awesome accents, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. Okay, envy. Yeah, everybody has felt envy. Yeah, I have definitely have had my jealous moments with some friends. Uh, and it stems from insecurity. Absolutely. You know, especially yeah. in the dance world. Like, I grew up as a dancer. I'm still a dancer. Mm-hmm. You have those moments where you're like, ah, oh, fuck, you know? Yeah. And you have to grow out of that. And mm-hmm. so I learned this very early on. Because I did do some competitive dancing growing up. Yeah. And you can't compete with your own team. You can't compete with the best dancer in your own team. You have to compete against yourself. When I was younger, definitely in my teenage years, I like very specifically remember feeling jealous towards certain friends that I thought either were better dancers than me, were prettier, or had more opportunities. And I had to really think about that. Like, why? I can't compete against this. Yeah. There's no point. This is what I'm good at. And it took a lot of self-work. I think that's something very important to teach our kids. Yeah. There's always going to be someone better, prettier, whatever. I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. I was not taught that as a kid. I didn't like myself feeling this way towards somebody that I really loved and cared about, right? So these girls that I danced with mm-hmm. as a kid, these were like my best friends. Yeah. You know, I loved them. Why did I have this negative feeling every once in a while when somebody got like the better part or like, mm-hmm. you know, the whatever, the praise from the coach yeah. <laughs> or won the trophy or, you know, whatever it was. Like, why did I feel that negativity it's towards a horrible somebody I loved? Feeling. It's a horrible feeling, but yeah. it's not something that you can control. Well, you can because you have to, like I said, work on yourself and learn why do I have these feelings? Are they validated? Does this even make sense? And mm-hmm. ultimately, no, it doesn't. And so early on, I'm pretty sure by the end of high school, I had like taught myself this, you know, because I didn't like having these emotions. Yeah. And so, and that really helped me <laughs> as an adult who still danced, but for a profession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at that point, I was like, everyone's good at something. Well, Everyone that, looks great on stage. There's enough work for everybody. Yeah. And it really helped me to be able to have a healthy relationship with my colleagues, my friends, my own career as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Like, I never felt that negativity again. In fact, my dance friends are like my family now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's what but I'm it saying. it took some work. That's why I'm saying it's important to teach our kids that, um, you know, there's always going to be other people that are talented and that's okay. Like you don't have to be the only one or the best one Mm -hmm. because I feel like I kind of grew up thinking that, that like I had to be the best or or I had to be the only one or whatever. And so of course, when you see somebody else, then it feels like they're your competition. And then those negative feelings start coming up. That's why I'm saying like, you can't control it when you're in that mental space you know what I mean like at that moment you can't control it but when you start realizing like it's perfectly okay for all of us to be talented for all of us to be beautiful like there is no Mm -hmm. competition and once you start um being able to be happy for other people like that's 
I feel like that's where I am now mm-hmm. in my life. Like, I genuinely get really happy when my friends succeed. Like, yeah. I, there is no jealousy. Like, I Again, don't, it's maturity. It comes with age. Because I'm a believer of lo que está para ti, nadie te lo quita. Yep. You know what I mean? So if my friend gets a part, you know, gets a role or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Like, I, como se dice... I'm having a moment where I don't speak English or Spanish right now. <laughs> like, me alegro. Like, yeah. de verdad. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... Yeah, I it makes truly, you happy. You're makes, overjoyed for them. Yeah, but it's like a, a real genuine feeling. I'm like, yes. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's my win also mm-hmm. because these are people that I care about. Yeah. And I know that if this was meant for this person, well, then there is something else that is meant for me. And that's fine yeah. because I don't have to be the only one. Like, it's mm-hmm. not about me. You know, we're all talented and like you said everyone's good at something different like everyone has their talents their strengths Mm -hmm. like it's fine so yeah I definitely think that that's something that I want to teach my child so that she doesn't have to go through that because those feelings suck yes especially for women horrible yeah for women I mean think about how we are taught in society to just hate each other yeah (laughs) yeah because (laughs) Because right? it's like a competition and... Everything's a competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the prettiest? Who's the smartest? Who's the most successful? Like in any field or in any level of I, life I hate or stage that kind of life. thinking. Like I, Me too. I honestly, oh, I hate that. Yeah. But that's how uh, we're raised, right? Yeah. As I was definitely brought up like that. Yeah. Like you have to be the best. You have to whatever. Mm-hmm. Other or, women are your competition. Or like you're the most beautiful one. Like getting all that praise, like it gets to your head because then the moment somebody else shows up, then you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, you, that identity becomes ingrained. It becomes a part of you. And then when somebody else is praised that way, it's like they're taking away part of your identity. exactly. And it's such a stress. Like it's such a horrible energy. And once you like release that, it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I I don't want my daughter to go through that. Me neither. So with my son, I already talk about this because, you know, he goes to school and like sometimes he tries to compare himself to others. And I'm like, look, you can't do that. Don't compare yourself to the other kids. Mm -hmm. Your only competition is yourself. So who cares if this kid runs faster than you? Mm -hmm. If you want to be the fastest runner, then every day you got to wake up and run and get better. Practice, you know, but compete against yourself. Don't exactly. compete against this other compete kid. Compete against yourself. Exactly. Yeah. What was your best time? Okay. Well, your time is better now because you practiced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's kind of what how I'm dealing with this whole envy. In, yeah. You know, that the kids experience. Mm-hmm. It's natural. Yeah. I think feeling envious is natural. Nobody can tell well, me in it, the world that they've never felt a no, little bit jealous or of envious course. of somebody else. Everybody experiences this. <laughs> But you know what it is? It shows you what you want. Yeah, that's It shows true. you what you want. It shows you where maybe you lack, maybe mm-hmm. where you need to put more of your focus. Yeah. Because if you're feeling envy, it's because it's something that you want. So yeah. you should let it guide you, you know? That is like the smartest thing of this entire episode. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Are you tired? <laughs> that was a good one. Going on a t-shirt. Let it be your guide. (laughs) Let it be your guide. Yeah. I love that. Okay, the last one. Pride. Pride is an excessive view of one's self without regard for others. They're talking about like you thinking you're better and feeling Not being humble. Yes. So it's like I'm, you know, I'm so much better than you at this Mm -hmm. and He'll get there, maybe. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of attitude. Yeah. Like, being boastful. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm the best. I'm so amazing. Maybe someday you will be, too. Yeah. Like, that like, kind of a... I think it's okay to think, like, wow, I'm amazing. I'm awesome. Because why not? 
the problem is when you think that you're better than other yes, people. Yes, exactly. It's like in relation to other people. Yes. Yeah. So I think being proud of yourself for something. Totally I think that's fine. good because I'm always it's, telling myself, like reminding myself, like, girl, yeah, that's <laughs> called you that's this. called self affirmation, <laughs> and I think yeah. that's totally fine. It's being boastful and thinking that you're better than thinking other that, people, yeah, or putting other people down because you're being so prideful, mm-hmm. you know, which again comes from insecurity. Oh, totally, yeah. So. It says, humility cures pride by removing one's ego and boastfulness, therefore allowing the attitude of service. So yes, humility, I guess, would be the opposite of pride. Mm-hmm. You know what? I can't think of a story for this one. Yeah. I'm sure I have because, again, like I think we have all sinned all, you know, yeah. in all these ways. But I don't have a story that comes to mind. Me neither. I think a lot of I the times... I think times, I'm pretty, like, chill about that. I'm pretty humble. Yeah. I said that weird. Humble. <laughs> well, because you're in the middle of a thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, humble. <laughs> humble. Like, I know my husband hates social media because he thinks people are always bragging about themselves mm-hmm. on social media. And I think, to a certain degree, yes... And at least at the very beginning of social media, I think it went through like a phase where everybody was just like bragging about their best selves on there. Yeah. Now I think it's become a lot more conscious and people are putting out more positive things into the social media universe. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we've all bragged about ourselves on social media at some point, whether it was to, you know, be prideful and put somebody else down because you were so awesome that day or whether that was conscious or not, we probably have all boasted about something and then it made somebody feel bad. Okay. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Yes. (laughs) To tell your children, your kid. Yes. Another thing that I don't want my daughter to ever do. What? Hop on a plane and leave the city without telling me. That's right. How could I forget that story? That's a good one. Go. Confession. My mom has no idea that one time I told her that I had to do a gig somewhere really far. And so I was going to spend the night with my dancer friends because we had this show and it was late and whatever Mm -hmm. and we weren't coming home. Um... In reality, I went to the airport, got on a plane, went to a party, spent the night there, then in the morning got on a plane and came back, and she has no idea that I ever left town. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I just think that's kind of funny. Like, I don't think I put myself in any danger or anything. Like, it wasn't stupid. It was funny. So I have a similar one. It's not that I got on an airplane and didn't tell my parents. It's that (laughs) I was definitely a liar. Like, my sin was lying to my parents. Why did I lie to my parents? Well, because I was just afraid of them judging me, right? Or afraid of being in trouble, whatever that was. Because honestly, I never got in trouble. Yeah, same here. It's not like my parents were like, you're grounded. That doesn't exist really in Latin America. Yeah. That doesn't really happen that way. It's just like the disappointment, right? It's like you just don't even want to... Get the look, right? Exactly. <laughs> so it's not like I was going to get in trouble. It was that, what you said, the, you the know, disappointment. the disappointment. Letting your parents you? down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's worse. So I definitely lied to my parents a lot because I just didn't want them judging me. And most of the time it was over dumb stuff. Honestly, I probably could have just told them. But since we didn't have a great relationship, I didn't think I could explain to them what it was that I was doing yeah without feeling judged same here I lied a lot I lied a lot because it was the only way for me to do the things that I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even like I was doing anything wrong it was just like I would tell her like oh I'm going to so-and-so's house but really I was going to somebody else's house or like you know what I mean like really stupid things like oh we're going to watch a movie but really I don't know we were going, I don't, whatever. It was like so stupid. Like if I had a better relationship mm-hmm. with my mother, then I could have just been like, you know what? We're going to go get dinner. But because she wouldn't allow that, 
then I would have to be like, oh, I have dance rehearsal or something. But really, I just wanted to go get food with my friends, you know, but because she wouldn't let me do that. The only way around it was to lie. Exactly. So and like, really, what's a kid going to do? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I really don't want that to be my relationship with my kids. I know. Don't lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> I talk I to me. I always tell Sophia, you can tell me anything. Yeah. I tell her that all the time. And I tell her, I'm never going to be disappointed in you. That's nice. I tell her that because I want her to feel free to tell me anything, even if it's, you know, bad or whatever, quote, you know, unquote, like bad, quote unquote yeah. bad have the confianza, like have mm-hmm. that communication with me. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together, even if I don't like it, but I'm not going to be disappointed. I tell her that all the time because I know that for me, that was like the worst thing possible. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, that feeling of letting your parents down is worse than like a chancla. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is. So I don't want her to be afraid of that because I know the fear. You know yes. what I mean? That's worse. That makes you lie. That makes you like hide all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then you get into more trouble or you put yourself in situations that are, yes. you know, dangerous. Or you walk around totally uninformed mm-hmm. because so. you're afraid to ask the questions. Yeah. Yeah. My son always says, he likes to start conversations by saying, can I tell you something? And I always <laughs> say, tell me everything. Oh, You know? Yeah. And I plan on saying this always so that it's ingrained in his head Mom wants to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me everything. Yeah. Could you imagine how much easier life would have been if you could just tell your parents what you were doing? Oh, because my I'm gosh. sure you weren't doing anything terrible. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It really, like, it's funny because we're like, oh, my God, the sins. But really, like, we weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? These we've are, done dumb things. We've but done were they dumb horrible? <laughs> but really, it's not bad. The yeah. things we did do not make us bad people. No, definitely not. It is what it is. Like, I don't feel regret for a lot of these things except for the drunk driving. Yeah. You know, and having other people in my car. Because you're putting other people's lives in danger. That I regret because that was very dumb. It was a dumb risk. That I totally regret. But everything else I've talked about today, I'm like, you know what? It's life. I did that. I learned from it. Thank God it all turned out okay. Mm -hmm. It could have been really bad. And, you know... I'm, I'm here today to talk about it, and yeah. hopefully I'll be around to talk to my kids and tell them, look, dude, we were young and cool once. We we were young been there. Cool. We know exactly what you're doing. All these dumb things that you do that you think you're invincible when you're, you know, a teenager and when you're in your early 20s, or even some people now, it's like you're middle age, dude. Like, stop <laughs> it. You're not invincible. Mamacitas, what are some things you've done that you hope your kids will never do? Do you have actual regrets about these actions? Will you be open and share your questionable decisions with your kids in hopes that they will do better? Tell us. Share your stories. On the next episode of Mamacita. Superstitions. Tú me hiciste brujería. This is a podcast about starting conversations, so share your thoughts. Leave us comments. Send us pictures of your mama date. Mama Cita. Mama date. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mamacita Podcast. And if you want to talk to us live, look for us on Clubhouse. New episodes out every Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you heard, please give us five stars and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Mamacita Podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Wendy Castellanos-Wolf and Alexandra Rosso. Edited by Alexandra Rosso. Our sound engineer is Scott Wolf, and our theme song is based on Drume Negrita, a Cuban lullaby, arranged and recorded by Scott Wolf. Also, check out our Mamacita blog by Wendy Castellanos-Wolf. Find that and more at mamacitapodcast.com. Somebody really needs to be paying us the big bucks because... Our show is so good. It is. I love us. I love us so much. We did it.